All right, everybody, how's it going? Welcome to episode 13 of Parents vs. Gaming. Uh, going to be a short episode this week, I believe. We are going right into uh, just kind of E3 reactions. I know some of you joined us today to, to uh, watch the Xbox conference, but we got a lot of games to go over. Uh, Jordan, you want to say hi to everyone? Hello. I didn't have my mic muted. <laughs> So we've got the amazing, always, Miss Alexis Jordan is here. And in the middle, you'll see a picture. He's not on camera this week. He will be joining us soon on camera in a couple weeks as we do an anime episode to help parents out understand what anime is. But in the middle, we've got Master of Shadows. Some of you have seen him in the chat. Taylor, how are you? Doing good. How's everybody doing? So Jordan, before we go into it, you want to... Uh, tell everyone a little bit about your week. Anything super exciting? Anything fun? Any any headway on Valorant? Um, I have been making some headway on Valorant. Not like a crazy amount. There's still some times that I'm bad. Uh, my friend is uh, Gold. He's been hard stuck Gold, sad. But um, he went through like a VOD review with me yesterday, which was super considerate. And yeah, he just went through like a couple little tips and tricks that like I would have never even known. Um, just things that you can find like in the map that can help you like shoot people's heads, things like that. So yeah, I think I'm going to be getting a lot better real soon. Hey, there you go. There you go. And Taylor, Mr. Master Shadows, Taylor Brown, uh, kind of tell everyone who you are, what you do, what you like, what you did this week. Take it away, sir. (laughs) Oh, of course, another big time gamer, but, uh, a lot of work here recently, past couple weeks, 40 hour in two days type work, so not a whole lot other than that going on, just gaming. <laughs> and what's your uh, go-to game right now? I've uh, been playing a lot of uh, Destiny still, even though I hate it. I love it at the same time. <laughs> You've been running yeah, some, uh, some Vault of Glass as well, right? Oh, yeah. Still no Vex drop, no Praetis drop, but still hopeful there. How was the... New version of the raid compared to the old one. Would you say it stacks up? It runs well? It runs well. There's still bugs in it that they're ironing out, but they're pretty good so far. The um, biggest changes, I can say, so far, of the Oracle changes that they've done to the raid, and that actually having to shoot them in a set order instead of just killing them however you feel, kind of changes it up a little bit. I know a lot of people struggled day one doing it, because oh, everybody wow. was so used to the old school way of doing it. So a little twist in it. Yeah. All right. Well, we're going to jump into it. Like I said, we are going to just kind of talk about E3. I know some of you did join us today for the Xbox and Bethesda conference. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to show a couple of clips. If you are listening to it on the audio version and you want to jump over, we are going to upload this to YouTube last choice network at YouTube. You'll be able to see this is episode 13. Uh, you'll see some game clips and stuff in there and some trailers, and then we're kind of going to discuss it. Uh, one I want to jump off to, because I know a lot of us didn't watch it. I'm going to show it real quick, so let me go ahead and switch this over here. I am so proud of you. Do you know what a birthright is, Peter? Something that's a part of you. Like your name. Gardeners of the Galaxy? What 
No, Rocket. So I let Groot fill out the paperwork. So we got fined. We appear to be 6,963 units short. I know, we clearly need a plan. I made no such commitment. In less than three cycles, all would be lost. The galaxy cannot be saved either way. We can do this together. Barking oh. great, Quill! Hello? I don't know why I can't hear you, James. That's probably because I'm not smart and I didn't unmute myself. So that was uh, <laughs> Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, which is Eidos Montreal. It came out on the Square Enix conference. Uh, Jordan, anything exciting there for you? I know that's a little different. Yes. Oh, my God. So if you guys don't know this about me. I think I've watched Guardians of the Galaxy nine times in theaters. Okay. Like all of my friends wanted to go at different times. And I love the movie so much that I went nine times. So I'm hyped. So you're pretty. <laughs> now, anyone in chat, if you know anything about this game, all I've seen is the trailer. I noticed in the trailer it talks about you are Star Lord. So I don't know if this is 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 this single player. Does anyone know, or is it multiplayer? I kind of want to say it was probably going to be single player. I don't know, but I'm kind of sad that they didn't use their likeness. Any of the actors, they changed up their faces. Yeah, I mean, it's that comic book style, <laughs> right? So um, yeah. obviously, if they use the likeness, they're going to have to pay them a ton of money. I know I got someone in Facebook yeah. chat that says gross misuse of a wonderful song. Yeah, I'll be honest. Anytime I hear that song, all I think about is the movie Short Circuit. Uh, so not so sure they they couldn't have done a better uh, a better song. But I, I do love the music. For those that don't play, uh, don't know Guardians of the Galaxy, it's it's probably going to be heavy music focused, uh, just like the movies, which I can imagine for anyone trying to stream this game might be an absolute nightmare. Uh, if they're, if you're able to stream it at all, I don't know what they're going to do as far as licensing. If that's the kind of music they're talking about having. Um, Taylor, your thoughts on this? I know we didn't get to see any of this today. We briefly mentioned it today when we were playing some Call of Duty. 
I'm actually being a comic book fan and Marvel fan. Pretty excited about that. I understand the likeness thing, but they didn't even really match the comic books. So I guess they're going to try for another universe in their own games, just like with the did with the uh, Marvel Avengers games. Yeah, it makes sense. Does it look like something you're interested in playing? Oh yeah, that it's Marvel. I'm gonna play it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it. It looks pretty good to me. Uh, I I don't think you can go too wrong. Uh, Square Enix is is pretty good for the most part. Um, obviously, I know the Marvel's Avengers game. You know, I in all fairness to the Marvel's Avengers game, the story the campaign of that game in my opinion is pretty good it's when it gets into the end game and them trying to be like a looter shooter something like a borderlands light and then leaning into the destiny type thing i, I think it really fails there uh it's very much like anthem in the end game but I, as far as storyline i thought the story was was pretty good i know taylor as from what i know you were the kind of the same way right yeah the the story overall was pretty good the uh flight mechanics were a little wonky with a couple of your flying characters but the loot shooter at the end just kind of ruined that game if they had just expand it like the story slowly over time it would have been a lot better all right well let's uh, let's move on real quick i I don't want to spend all day um on some of these and let's jump right into it the big one that everyone wanted to see it happened right at the beginning of the xbox bethesda showcase Starfield. Uh Taylor, you and I were pretty sure based on some some insider information we thought this game definitely was not coming out until next year. Uh it's a little disheartening, but I, I I'm kind of one of those that I just want the game to be good. So I don't mind them pushing it out, but the one thing I am disappointed in today, I thought the trailer was great. The new engine by Bethesda finally looks pretty good. I think it's called the Creation 2 engine. Um, so it's about time they updated their engine from like 30 years ago. Uh, it's obviously a new IP. I did look up a little bit of information. It says you can be whoever you want. So obviously it's complete uh, character creator. It says you can go wherever you want. So I'm assuming is that spaceship, If for those that, that saw the trailer, that it starts to power up. And I'm I'm guessing they were about to take off very much kind of like No Man's Sky. But I am disappointed that... We don't really know what the game is. But other than that, I thought it looked good. Um, Jordan, did you get to see any of the Starfield stuff? No. I You, you know me. I was late. <laughs> no problem. No problem. I'm sorry. Um, Taylor, what about you? Yeah, so with the trailer, with knowing that we didn't really get much, so I, I did a little more research a little bit later on. Mm-hmm. And someone, some people were pointing out that it's probably going to be like a Fallout-esque, like, Han Solo simulator. Like, you running through the galaxy, kind of looting and doing your own thing. Kind of like Han uh, packing um, cargo from place to place, or even if it's contraband, like stolen goods. Okay. So it's kind of like a... Like, a, almost like a first-person more in tail more in depth of um what's that game not not uh star citizen or no man's sky elite dangerous you're kind you can be like a smuggler and stuff and you can run stuff but obviously the whole thing is from your ship which this is going to obviously be you know you're going to be a character walking around plus getting in your ship i like it it's something that they said they couldn't make years ago uh because of 
what was going, you know, the technology and stuff just wasn't possible. So pretty excited about that. Uh, one thing before we go too far in it, I don't know if Doc or Jason are around here in the chat right now in the podcast. Let's go ahead and get this out of the way and talk about how probably the most disappointing thing about me with the Xbox showcase was the extended Forza coverage. I love Forza. I think it looks great, but my God, if you were going to extend something, why was it not Halo or Starfield? Why did it have to be Forza? Jordan, I know you were laughing that we were hating on it, but did did the extensive coverage on that make you want to play it more? Or did you get bored or what were your thoughts? I think like they obviously put a lot of effort into it and it shows that they're like putting effort into their games and any any company who does that who isn't just trying to get a quick buck has my respect so i can understand being like oh my god why are you going through this like the entire time but i think it just means that they like it's a racing game they didn't need to put that much detail into it if they didn't want to you know but like at the same time i kind of respect it and taylor that development curve really loves that game, and you can tell how much love they put yes. into that game. It's it's a beautiful game. The racing mechanics are top-notch. I've played the past couple, actually, here and there. Not a lot, but just with friends or something. And um, they just they truly, truly love that game and how successful it's been throughout the years. Okay. All right. I, I mean... I give you that. It's definitely, let's see what Doc says in the chat. It says it did last a little long, but it's because that one is already built and it's a major flagship for the Xbox. I like Forza a lot. Though. Yeah, I mean, I like Forza. I I do really enjoy it. I mean, we, we took a lot of digs at it. A lot of people were saying, you know, the next parents versus gaming should be whether or not uh, kids are influenced by driving into bowling pins. Uh, so, <laughs> you know, that's... <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's it's very much out there. I do find it funny sometimes. I, I do get nervous in games. You know, I remember when Skyrim came out and all they wanted to talk about was how great the leaves on a bush looked. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not just running around Skyrim just like walking up to a plant going, wow, look at the leaf on this. Why, you know, some skeleton thing is trying to kill me. It's the same. This is a car driving game. Like, why don't you show the detail? If I'm in the in-car camera, why don't you show me the detail of the dash? Or look how cool the vent on the air conditioner looks like. What do I care about how many stickers are on a cactus? Shadow, any other thoughts for you on Forza? At this moment, not really. But <laughs> it, they, they put a lot into that trailer trying to really like show you their engine and the links they went to to make it look that beautiful. But I do feel like it was a little, little much. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I agree. Uh, I just, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to jump over to another trailer. It didn't, it was not part of the Xbox. Let me uh, pop us over real quick.
Do you want to hear what time I went to bed and what time I woke up? Three hours of sleep, man. What? She doesn't know what's happening? <laughs> what? Wait, am I missing something? Let me look at chat. They went really in depth with their scenery. Making <laughs> videos of the sky. <laughs> the cacti. It looks amazing. I don't know. It's I want to see some actual team. like. Yeah, some gameplay. It's built by the same team yeah. that that makes uh, Division. It's the engine from the Division. Uh, they've also been tabbed to make a Star Wars game with that engine and very similar. Um, from what I understand, this is first person as well. Uh, you can see. Uh, well, they, I didn't let it play out, but it is uh, PC, Stadia, and next gen only. So. You can't hear James while this plays. No, that's okay. It's okay if you don't hear us when the stuff is playing. Um, Taylor, your thoughts? Any interest in jumping into the Avatar world? I, I really want to see what the actual in-game engine looks like because that was the whole Peggy 16 trailer that you see for so many games. They look beautiful. But then you get to the engine, and it's like, oh, this isn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. So I, yeah. I, I want to see the the actual game trailer, like game footage. No, I understand, yeah. Um, it's still a ways off. I think it's next year sometime. So, I mean, that's the first look. They've supposedly been working on that game for, what, three or four years now. So who knows uh, how it's going to be, what it's going to look like. Um but I'm, I mean, I'm kind of exci excited to see what they can do. Um, before we go on to any other trailers, from what you've seen, what you saw today, Jordan, or anything that you've seen, is there any game that stood out to you? Maybe ones that we haven't talked about that you're super excited about or that kind of gave you that hype? And I know that we talked about before to be afraid to be overhyped, but anything stick out? Um, I don't know. I saw a couple of really cute trailers. But you know me. I'm always super skeptical. I um I'm also just very uh focused on whatever games I like so uh, I'll just be waiting for you know reviews and see what my friends like and yeah Taylor anything for you uh Halo's multiplayer 
I can't wait to dive into that. It looked gorgeous. <laughs> I love the whole, we whole can, setup they have. We can talk a little bit about Halo uh, before we go too far. I know anyone that watches today, we, we did uh, see that in the showcase, so I don't want to go over the trailer on it. Um, Jordan, are you much of a Halo player? I know you were a PlayStation person. I don't know if you got your hands into Halo before. Yeah, I grew up on PlayStation, but my cousin Bobby always played Halo with me. And then about three years ago, I played all the games. Um, so I'm super hyped, actually. I didn't even think about that because I, I think I missed the trailer. So I'm trying to just remember from the ones that I saw. But yeah, no, I'm I like campaigns though. I'm not much of an online player, you know? Typically not. So Well, I will say that the, the trailer did look pretty good. Uh just so you know, Jordan, it does come to PC now. So you won't have to have an Xbox. So it, I think that's great news for you. Uh, you can just yeah. jump right in with the platform that you have. The multiplayer looks good. I, I will say, Taylor, this is just me. I'm not super excited if they have... Um, I don't know how excited I am if it's just big team battle on a larger scale. Because then I think as cool as it may be... It's Halo versus Battlefield, and I'm more into the war-style, big-team-type battle. I really hope that one of the game modes of multiplayer for Halo is some sort of version of a Battle Royale. Uh, what about you? You think there's any chance of Battle Royale? They're just going to go into a big-team battle. They've said time and time again that they're not doing a Battle Royale, but they've teased it so much. If they do do it at this point in time... It would be kind of expected. It's kind of a missed opportunity for them if they don't. But I won't act personally be disappointed if they uh, don't do it because even their big team battles, like their little Warzone type game mode they used to have, I think it was Halo 4 that it was in. Yeah. Pretty sure. I, I enjoyed that a lot. Halo 5, I always played SWAT, so enjoyed that. And. Can't wait to play another campaign on Legendary with all the skulls on. <laughs> yeah, the campaign, the campaign. <laughs> I, I mean, they've talked about this being a platform, right? So it's supposed to just keep going on and on and on from here. I'm curious what that looks like. They said the ring is the, you know, the Halo ring is the biggest one they've ever built. Um, I'm with John Reserve earlier today. He said, "Please let this be good because the last couple have sucked," and that is true. The campaigns. They have their fun moments. You know, I enjoyed four. I enjoyed five at its moments, but the overall story of the campaign, they were pretty, pretty trash, in my opinion. I'm not going to disagree with you on the story points being pretty bad. Um, At least they're trying to make the best of it with what they have done so far. Yeah, that's true. With their new trailer. I'm kind of not trying to spoil too much for anyone that hasn't caught it yet. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, if, you, if you haven't had a chance to look at the trailer, I, I would take a look at it. Um, I want to talk about a surprise game for me. Now, I found this game on Game Pass. You know, one of those weeks where no one's really playing anything, your friends aren't on, you're looking for something to play, you're not streaming, you're just kind of sitting on the couch. And I came across this game called A Plague Tale. Now, since then, um, I think... I don't even think that Microsoft has acquired this studio because I don't think they announced the studio acquisitions. But they actually made a sequel to it. Now, if you haven't played A Plague Tale, this the 
synthesis of the game is you are this girl and you're protecting your little brother. The kingdom's been overrun and there's rats everywhere. There's just rats everywhere. And you have like that, but they're afraid of like fire and light and stuff. So the way you get through some of the maps and past the enemies is you got to take your torch or your lantern and you light the way and the rats kind of go off to the side. It's pretty awesome, but I want to jump over it because they surprise reveal. These things, where do they come from? From all of us, from what we do to him. Can you stop it? I don't know, but he's my brother, and I would die for him. According to the chat, I need to play this game immediately. They, uh, they can't, I guess, I guess they can't hear you. I can hear you. They said that they're, that you're muted. Can you guys hear me? Oh, okay. I see what's going on. Um, yeah, no. So wh what I was saying is the, the game and graphics and stuff is what I was telling Jordan. They don't look as good. Um, in the original one, you can tell this has had a lot more money pumped into it. Um, Jordan, I do think this is something that you would really, really, really like. Taylor, did you ever get a chance to play the first game? I have not, but I've all I've ever heard is good things about it, so I guess I'm going to have to pick it up and give it a try. Yes. <laughs> we can maybe review it together next time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, being on Game Pass, I would, I would say it's definitely worth worth taking a look at it. Um, but it is a lot of fun. You, you definitely get sucked in really on quickly. On Game Pass? Yeah, it's okay. on, yeah, it's, that's where I saw it. I just was scrolling through one day and randomly saw it and was like, you know what? Let me give this a try. No one was playing, and, and that's uh, how I got into it. Uh, any surprise games for you, Shadow, that we can give a shout-out, even if they weren't on the Xbox thing today? Anything stand out that maybe kind of under the radar that now you're interested in playing? Um. 
Well, the new trailer for Sea of Thieves will definitely bring me back to it. I haven't played it in years. That was a surprise for me with what they're doing with it. Yeah, for any of the anybody that didn't get to see this showcase with us today, Sea of Thieves has partnered with Disney. I would have never thought in a million years they would do something like this as Jordan falls asleep. Uh, they, <laughs> they are bringing in Jack Sparrow and quite a few characters. Uh, Davy Jones is there. And it also looks not just to be this kind of gimmick thing to it. It looks to be an in-depth, almost campaign style. Uh, Jordan, would you uh, have you played Sea of Thieves ever? No, I've had so many friends ask me to play, and I just kind of haven't. But this actually might draw me into getting the game. Maybe we can get a, uh, you know, a, a little group together. Yeah, maybe, maybe do a little, so maybe do a little co-streaming. Jay, uh, Jay probably won't join us because he's a loser and only has a PlayStation. Loser. Um, <laughs> for those that are wondering where Jay is, U.S. Bobber, he thought he had broke his toe today. Turns out, um, what? Yeah, that, so he went to the emergency room literally <laughs> as we were getting ready to start watching the Xbox showcase. That's why he wasn't there. Um, so he thought he broke his toe. I've seen pictures. It looks disgusting. Turns mm-hmm. out it is like the worst case of turf toe you've ever seen in your life. So he's, What even is that? Uh, I don't really understand turf toe. Taylor, you might be able to explain what it is. I've, I think I've had it in sports, but it still didn't make sense to me. It's, it's like you, like you get fluid in the joints after jamming it, and it's just a really like bad bruise, basically down in your joints. It sounds Dang. like just because he's old. Uh, what? <laughs> what? Football players get it all the time. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so he's going to be in a walking boot for what also called hammer toe, I think, freaking Rican. <laughs> um, let's talk about something that came out, I think, on Friday. And I think we might as well show the trailer for it for those that haven't watched it, because I think chat's going to get excited. I know a lot of people play a lot of Call of Duty. So let's go ahead and jump into this just to get a look at it and see what people think.
Battlefield, uh, I'm going to go ahead and say this. I was pretty excited seeing the cinematic trailer on Thursday, I think is when it, Thursday or Friday when it came out. I'm more excited after seeing the gameplay trailer, like actual gameplay. I can't believe that the game, like I'm, I think that the gameplay trailer was better than the cinematic trailer. I'm, I don't understand how the game looks that good. Um, Jordan, I know that you're a Valorant, you're, you're very selective on your shooters. Yeah. It looks insane. It looks really cool. Is that something you could jump into? I get overwhelmed really easily. That looks like a lot, but it also (laughs) looks like a lot of fun for people. So, you know, I know we talked to other people. We talked with our buddy Crash earlier today, Taylor and I did, and we talked about how, you know, he's not so sure he'd jump into it, but we talked about Battlefield is a lot different than Call of Duty. It's very squad based, right? You can see they were in squads of three and four there. It's a lot more fun. You can't get, you're not going to go in there and win the game. You're not going to get, you know, even if you get 50, 60 kills, it's very different. Like you have your own little stories and your own little gameplay, right? So we might have an objective that we're trying to accomplish our squad. And I, I find that to be really fun. So I think if you jumped in with some of us or even some of your own friends and played kind of the squad side of things, I think you would really enjoy it. Taylor, I know you're pretty pumped about this. I know Doc Holliday is pumped about this. A lot of people in the chat were pretty excited. Uh, your thoughts on... I don't know if you've seen... Is that your first time, Taylor, seeing the gameplay trailer? No, I actually watched it on your stream earlier. I was in chat when y'all were streaming it. But um, I'm just ecstatic to try to get hands-on on this because I enjoy playing Battlefield games. And it, like we said earlier, when we were talking to Crash... I enjoy being able to play as a squad and actually like have your objective that you want to do for the game. Because you can either play really slow or really aggressive. Just really change up your style from game to game. It's gorgeous games, too. I, I've always enjoyed Battlefield. Yeah, I, well, like I said, after just now actually you know, doing the stream earlier, I wasn't 100% paying attention to everything that we were watching because I was looking at trying to do other things. But I'm still blown away. I will tell you this. I cannot wait. And for those that know, will know what I'm talking about. I cannot wait to see the first, tier, first YouTube video of my favorite commander 
yelling at a bunch of randoms, trying to convince them that he's their commanding officer. Does anyone in chat know who I'm talking about? Because this guy is hilarious. If you don't know who Stone Stone Mountain is, look up some of his clips, whether it's Flight Simulator that he does Air Traffic Controller, or if you want to see Call of Duty gameplay or Battlefield gameplay, he gets on, he pulls up random people, just jumps into the game with them, and he just starts screaming at them like he's their commanding officer. Could you imagine... Jordan, you're sitting there playing Valorant and some random guy comes in there and starts giving you orders like he's a master sergeant. Would that freak you out or would you try to follow along? I kind of do that with Jason. (laughs) 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 Um, It's a part of learning. My brother did it with me when I was first learning, you know, just like not necessarily barking orders, but you need to move. (laughs) You need to go here. You need to do this. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think as long as they weren't being toxic, I would listen to them. But if they're being like rude, I would not. No, he's not toxic. He just sounds like he's straight out of the army. Uh, oh, okay. It's, it's, it's <laughs> impressive. Yeah, he does I, I not break character at all. Uh, yeah. Anyone in chat super excited? Battle Kia Kane says Battlefield is not my kind of game. Listen, Kia. What we're gonna do is we're gonna break this mold of what you think is not your kind of game. <laughs> We're gonna we're gonna introduce you to some games with friends, see what you think, and at least try some of them. Um, I don't know what's going on with Jordan, but it's kind of funny. Uh, she just covered her camera, I think. Um, anything bleh to Battlefield? What do you mean bleh to Battlefield? Doc's super excited about Battlefield. I know I'm, Taylor's I'm all in doc. All in doc. Uh, one thing I do want to go over: Far Cry Six. Uh, Far Cry Five was a miss for me, uh, and the standalone game I think that came right after it was kind of a miss. Does Far Cry Six speak to either of you? I've never played the Far Cry games, I'll and never. I know the last one wasn't uh, wasn't amazing at first, so. Uh, Shadow, what about you? I I know uh, you and I were trying to be big into Far Cry 5, and it just, I remember it really not kind of settling with us. I like the freedom that that Far Cry series gives you, just kind of do do things you how you want to, like completing different stuff. Like, you could either sneak up on a group of enemies or just go in loud, however you really decided it. But 5, that it just didn't feel right compared to the other Far Cry games. I agree. It just The tone they were going for, I think, was really off, to be honest. Yeah, it was... You know, what was going on in, in the world, especially the U.S. at the time, they really rode this political line, and they kept saying they weren't being political, but it didn't really... It just didn't feel like it lined up, and the villain never felt... You know, for me... Far Cry 3, the villain in Far Cry 3 is phenomenal. And just from seeing gameplay of this a little bit and some trailers, I know that the actor playing the villain in this one is good, so maybe that'll add some. But Far Cry 3, I don't even think it was after a real fame. I don't know. I think it was just a made-up character, right? I don't know whose likeness they used. But maybe they'll get it right with this one. So I hope that it takes off. Um... Taylor, what, are you excited about Far Cry 6 at all, or is it kind of a just wait and see for you? 
I, I think it, this one's actually going to be a wait and see. I think five kind of broke me on jumping straight into a Far Cry game. <laughs> yeah, true. Hopefully they learned their lesson though, right? <laughs> All right. One, we're going to go over one more trailer and talk about this a little bit. I think this is kind of relevant to a lot of people in our chat and the type of games that we play. This could be something that people will kind of go after. So we're going to show this one a little bit. And then I want to talk about pre-ordering games. And for anyone that's listening on the podcast, uh, whether it's a parent, their kids are super excited about this, you've got Christmas is coming up and what you want to do and everyone thinks you need to pre-order, we're going to talk about that a little bit and kind of the bonuses and perks and why you should or shouldn't uh, possibly. So one more trailer to watch, we'll discuss this game and then we'll kind of go into that. You feel so much peace staring into the heavens until a piece of it fell. The nightmare began. We thought it could be contained. But it evolved. So we did too. One of our own is MIA. I need an extraction team. Now. If there's a way to stop them, you will find it. But I know you will find me first. Okay, the plan. Nomad, secure our exit. I'll take out the nests. And I'll find Ivana. I have your signal. Let's go. We are already out of the nests. Incoming! Clear the area!
throwing me a party? <laughs> yeah. Too bad you missed all the fireworks. Team, it's Ash. We're not done yet. VIP down and... Rainbow Six Extraction. I'm actually kind of hyped about this game, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I know that Doc says, I feel like this might have worked better as a Ghost Recon game than a Rainbow Six game. I don't know if a lot of people remember Rainbow Six Vegas or some of the Rainbow Six games before that. Uh, I really like the tactical gameplay. It does have a Ghost Recon feel to it, the, the old Rainbow Six games. I'm not a big fan fan of siege i think siege is a good i shouldn't say a big fan i think siege is a great game i'm not good enough to play rainbow six siege it is a very skill-based and squad-based game i to me this has uh rainbow six vegas vibes to it just with these aliens uh they're not zombies they are aliens there is a gameplay trailer for those that are interested in a little bit I know Red Harley says, I think this is the less scary version of GTFO. Did GTFO come out yet? Is that a, did that ever release? I remember it being kind of very similar. Uh, I know this was supposed to be Rainbow Six Quarantine. They changed the name as of four days ago because COVID. <laughs> uh, they thought that was not going to go well. Um, I think this could be fun. If you see the gameplay trailer, the thing that makes me nervous is that is it going to be super repetitive? Am I just doing the same thing over and over, going in, trying to extract somebody, and then getting out? Uh, Jordan, are you a Siege player at all? Have you played Siege? Is anything like this interest to you? I've tried. I've tried so hard, <laughs> and it just... Uh, my favorite, like, I could watch hours of people watching uh, playing Siege. It's one of, like, my favorite games to watch. I think it's so interesting. Um, it's actually what got me playing Apex um, in the first place because I tried Seed for a couple days. Unfortunately, the Smurfs on those games are just ridiculous. Um, their skill-based matchmaking or whatever it is that they do, I don't think it's very good. Um, but I I think it's a really fun game. I haven't seen any gameplay of any of the other games before. So since this is going to be different, I, I don't know. But um, maybe I'll give this a try. Maybe I'll be better at this than I was at Siege. Sadly, could never play. Uh, Taylor, you? Um, I may give this one a try. I, it depends on when it drops and what drops with it, because I, I'm really looking forward to other zombie shooters right now, like a lot. These are aliens, <laughs> Main, sir. They're not zombies. They're aliens. Alien zombies. It's <laughs> about the same thing. I know you're Especially pretty excited with... about Back for Blood, so. Oh, yeah. Back for Blood, and then that la one of the last trailers we saw towards the end of the uh, showcase looked pretty pretty good too. Uh, we won't show the trailer here because I don't want to go too much longer. But I we can mention that I know Doc just mentioned it in the chat as well. I believe that was called. It was the one more thing is is an Xbox exclusive. It is called Redfall. If you get a chance to go look up Redfall, I would. They didn't talk too much about it or, you know, it's a cinematic trailer. You can see there's tons of weapons. I think that it's going to be character based. Uh, there's a lot of cool things. I thought it was a shooter. Uh, Jordan, I, I kind of remember Jordan saying this. Oh, I thought this was a shooter. And then all of a sudden there's a damn vampire biting somebody in the <laughs> air. I was like, what <laughs> is happening? Going on. Uh, yeah. Uh. So 
I definitely think that that is uh, worth a look for your, for everyone. It could be interesting. Like I said, it is Xbox exclusive, but for those on PC, it's it is coming to to uh, Game Pass on PC. All of the things, a lot of the things today are coming to both. So with that being said, we just talked about Rainbow Six and we talked about this one. Let's talk a little bit about pre-ordering. A lot of these games that were showed today, you can already pre-order them. I know Doc. I made fun of him earlier today because I believe he's already pre-ordered Battlefield and and something else. And I kind of want to mention this is a lot for parents that may have kids, like I said, that, that aren't really sure what to do. In my opinion, pre-ordering back in the day, at least for me, is games actually used to sell out at GameStop yeah. and Best Buy. So you pre-ordered the damn game because I wanted to play it in the first week that it came out. Uh, now I buy everything digital. I don't know if you guys know this, but it doesn't sell out digital. Now, for anyone that wants to jump on about all these pre-order bonuses, and I know that my friend Master Shadows right here, Taylor, is a big fan of the pre-order bonuses, but I would like to just remind everyone, most of that pre-order bonus stuff that you get, you seem to outgrow it in the first, like, couple hours of the game. You get items or articles that you're already changing out. If it's cosmetic, you're changing out. So... uh, Jordan, oh, I'll come to you last because I know I know you're very particular on what games you get, and you kind of mm-hmm. feel burned on something like Cyberpunk. But Taylor, your your thoughts on pre-ordering? I know you do it sometimes, and other times you don't. But any, if you're giving advice to someone, what's your thoughts on whether or not you should pre-order something? A lot of times nowadays, I I, I pre-order because I see games that I want to play, and I'd like playing them from launch. A lot of times in I do like the collector type deal with the whole cosmetics if it's pre-order bonuses and stuff. But if you're just wanting to play the game and don't really care about pre-order bonuses much because sometimes they're not really worth the value of the game that you're pre-ordering because they tack on extra money for like a collector's edition or the deluxe deluxe edition <laughs> and stuff <laughs> like that. But uh, if you want to really play a game like that, go ahead, pre-order it. But if you are qu- even questioning it in the back of your mind, wait, see how it how it reviews, see how the game plays. Like there will be so many people that'll stream it. If it's a popular game, there will be people reviewing it. You'll get thousands of different looks at it from different people's perspectives. And after all that's said, then you might step step foot into the waters and actually play the game yourself. And Jordan, what about you? Your thoughts on, is it safe to pre-order? Should you wait? What do you think? I mean, I think everyone knows my stance on that by now. If you watch the podcast. Um, but I also think, don't some games now, like if you pre-order, you get the game like a day early or something? Like, they usually give incentives like that now, right? Since everything's online. It sometimes. Is, sometimes, yeah, you you can get that. I mean, I remember when Anthem came out, they had a whole spreadsheet of the 19 or so different versions you could buy, and depending on which version you got, you know, it opened up early, but keep in mind, how many, how many times do you think it's exciting to get into a game early, especially an online shooter? You know, everyone that's like, Oh, I'm getting early access on battlefield on the first day. (laughs) You're joking. If you think that that game's not going to be, you're going to be stuck in a queue or they don't crash the servers on the first day or two. Yeah, that's true. 
So it makes I'm kind of skeptical on that. I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to say I had never pre-order. I definitely my last game. We I know you do. Was, we know you do. It uh, was Cyberpunk. Before that, Oof. I can't remember. I'm still excited about Cyberpunk. I know it played well on PC. I know the game is actually good. Uh, some of the end game stuff I don't care about. I, I want to play the story. I've just been sitting on because I have a Series X and I'm just waiting for the update for the next gen to come out so it looks the best that it can play versus me playing it. And then they'll be like, oh, now it looks better. Uh, so I don't really feel burned on that because it is what I it is what I thought it was and it is what I wanted, but I followed that development all the way through. I know Red Harley says uh, she's never uh, pre-ordered a game. I feel like you're just missing out on on the disappointment train harley you gotta you gotta join us once in a while you gotta join us yeah <laughs> yep i was just about to say that but i'm like a second too late <laughs> uh so as far as any anybody that wants advice on it i would just be careful if if it's a you know if if you're buying it for someone that has played every battlefield that's ever came out are you really risking anything pre-ordering that probably not because you're you're going to get it anyways uh Someone like Taylor, uh, I, I know for a fact he's going to play Back for Blood. So if they come out with a pre-order bonus, is he really risking anything by pre-ordering it? Probably not because he's, he, you know, Taylor, I don't want to speak out of turn for you, but I'm assuming you'll probably jump on the pre-order train on that. Yeah, I've, I've already looked into it. <laughs> <laughs> so that would be my advice. If it's something you know for a fact, it doesn't matter what the reviews say. This is a game you're going to play or someone else your significant other or kid is going to play uh i wouldn't be afraid to do it if they're like well i'm not really sure if i want this game or this game then i would hold off no pre-order bonus is worth a game that you're not in my opinion no pre-order bonus is worth the amount of money a game cost if they're not going to play it after the first couple of days if you think that they might fall off on this and I think Rainbow Six, uh, that's why I wanted to show that. I think Rainbow Six Extraction is the perfect example. The game looks cool. If you watch the gameplay uh, trailers, it looks really good. But is it repetitive? Are there more things to do? Am I just going into a building fighting the same two or three aliens? I know I think they mentioned there's six or seven. But is it, you know, if I'm the medic guy and I always have the same role and it's just rinse and repeat over and over and over again. That's not fun. It'll be fun the first couple times we do it, but it'll drop off pretty quickly. I can't imagine, but then, you know, a game like Phasmophobia has so much success, right? And you're doing pretty much the exact same thing every single time, but it's just a little bit different with little, like, different difficulties, if that makes any sense. So, as much as I don't want it to be that way, it's just something to think about as well. Is Phasmophobia a $70 game? No, I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that, you know, I've seen you play that a couple times. It does look really, really cool. Uh, I think that's where I get into it a little bit, where it's $70. You know, there are qu- of course, a yeah. ton of games that came out today. Keep in mind, if you have an Xbox or you have PC and you just go back and glance through the Xbox Bethesda showcase today... Don't buy any of those games. Just get Game Pass and play them all day and date on Game Pass, whether it's PC or your Xbox systems. I think, again, they, in my opinion, the one takeaway from E3 for me is that Microsoft once again proved that there is nothing better than Game Pass. 
uh, if you're a PC player or an Xbox player or even a Sony player, if you are a diehard PlayStation fan, it's great. The PlayStation is great. You're going to get six or seven of the best exclusives that are going to come out over the next 10 years probably. It's going to be phenomenal. But for $300 or if you have a PC already, for $15 a month, you get Game Pass and you get all the Xbox exclusives too. Why wouldn't you do that? I think Game Pass just proves that it's a that it's a win for Xbox, uh, the community, and for the games. So I, I don't see anything, any any reason anybody that's a diehard Sony pony that just hates Xbox. I, I don't see how you could come out and, and say anything bad about it. Taylor, your thoughts on that? I know you're kind of an Xbox person. Yeah, it like most of the trailers today, I think at least, what, 55, 60% of them all were coming to Game Pass, like yeah. on launch. So there's a lot of games that's, that look really cool. There's the cutesy ones, too, that people will play for fun. They'll give it a couple tries or something. And it's because it's free. So it gives more attention to some of these developers and stuff, too. I know Jordan's super normally- excited about Slime Rancher, so... <laughs> it's cute but it is so true. Is shadow. yeah it misses shadow <laughs> it is true taylor you say like a lot of these some some of these double a games they don't get the exposure or some of these even triple a games that are online multiplayers and stuff the player base falls out but they don't fall out like you mentioned the other day when we were playing master chief collection right now it's one of the highest played games uh doc holloway you did mention console game pass is better honestly well ultimate game pass you get both you for fourteen ninety nine a month after the first month where it's only a dollar fourteen ninety nine a month you get Game Pass on PC Game Pass on console and Game Pass for cloud streaming uh, should be coming I'm a little disappointed they didn't mention the iOS the iOS full release yet but it is on Android I've watched uh, Master Shadows play it all that works and the one thing I do want to point out to you Doc is that going forward I can't speak on um, backwards compatibility, but anything coming out going forward will always be on PC and console when it comes to the Xbox Game Pass. So anything they launch exclusive by their first-party studios will always be on both on the day that it releases. So uh, anything to close, Jordan, before we say goodbye? No. I mean, there are games that I'm excited for, which some people should be surprised. I don't know if I'll ever pre-order anything after Cyberpunk. Uh, that hurt, but um, but yeah, no, I'm I'm excited. I hope you guys are excited for the games as well. And um, if there's anything that you want to see us play, um, just let us know. You know, we have the email. You can always comment it. Um, we're always looking for suggestions and stuff. So yeah, parentsfirstgaming at gmail dot com. Any game you would like us to play, if we get enough comments on it, we are no problem in reaching out, purchasing a game. I know a lot of us have the same interest in games, so it could be one of those things. If if we like the game or we find it fun, it might be interesting to you. So feel free to reach out to us. Uh, Taylor, anything from you? Any closing thoughts? Um, Microsoft this year, I think, is actually starting to turn the corner on PlayStation a little bit. Play with exclusives. Uh, I'm really excited about a lot to to come from them, especially with Bethesda. And all the games from id idsoft and everything that's coming for xbox there's other than that i've I'm just ready to get my hands on some of these games already <laughs> for sure for sure well 
Like I said, everyone, uh, hopefully you guys will go over to YouTube and watch the video version of this on Last Choice Network. Uh, otherwise, you can find this on Parents vs. Gaming Podcast on all the basically podcast platforms that you can find anywhere. I'm not going to name them all because it's a lot. Uh, Freaking Regan, thanks for the follow, my friend. Thank you very much. Just popped up right there. So with that being said, this was episode 13. We will be back next Sunday. Uh, we're going to reveal the what we're going to talk about pretty soon. Uh, but next Sunday we'll be back. It'll be Jordan and Jay. And in two weeks, he will be on camera. Two weeks from today, we will be back. And it will be with Master Shadows here, Jordan and Jay. I'm going to do a lot of not talking. But we are going to talk a lot about anime. Uh, not just anime Ooh. to be all exciting. But again, this is Parents vs. Gaming. We want to educate people. We want to help people. And I've had a lot of parents constantly reach out to me. They assume that because I play video games, I know everything about anime. Because a lot of people think those two go hand in hand. I do not. Uh, but anime is not always for kids. Just because it is animated and a cartoon. So we're going to get into that. Jordan and Taylor are really going to help kind of distinguish some of the popular ones. What they find safe uh, for your kids to watch. What they think, okay... I would definitely not let your kids watch this and also kind of educate people because there's probably a lot of adults out there that don't really understand what anime is. And maybe they would find, you know, this interesting. And and, and we'll also talk about the uh, where they have uh, subtitles or some of them are dubbed over and, and how that works and how it could change the way you perceive it. So thank you, everyone, for coming out. I'm super excited that this has been going on for as long as it has. And we don't plan on stopping anytime soon. So once again, Parents vs. Gaming, episode 13, brought to you by Last Choice Network. Thank you all so much for stopping by. I appreciate it. Love everyone, and have a good night. Have a good night.